This is the Conservative American Message, hosted by the one and only Cam Lau. It's Saturday, November 26, 2022. Thanks for tuning in for another week of the best politics podcast on Spotify and in the world. Elon Musk put a poll out on his Twitter account asking the people of Twitter whether he should reinstate Trump's account now that he owns the social media platform. Just over 15 million users voted for Trump to get his account back, and Elon tweeted, The people have spoken. Trump will be reinstated. I really hope we'll be hearing that about the presidency next. Trump responded that he will not be coming back to Twitter for now, and will be sticking with his own social media platform, Truth Social. Elon Musk has got lots of work to do before I think many conservatives will see Twitter as a place for them to engage in political activity. But, with his leadership, I'm sure he can make the company highly popular and highly profitable again. As for Truth Social, it's mostly just a right-wing political forum, which is likely to remain an echo chamber for conservatives. That's why Twitter used to be so fun for political posts, because everyone was on Twitter and you could really have some good debate with other people. Truth Social is never going to become a standard of social media, but it will continue to have some level of success so long as Donald Trump uses it as his main platform for ranting. Some more Twitter drama. After the news came out that Musk planned to make employees do work at their jobs, I guess, CBS News suspended all activity on their account, claiming that there were security concerns. After they tweeted the announcement, Musk responded with a giggling emoji. A few days later, CBS came back to Twitter. I don't know what any of us would do without CBS News. I mean, if they weren't on Twitter, the entire world could fall apart. No, really, I think we will see more of these pathetic attempts to boycott Twitter in response to Musk's handling of the company. At this point, thousands of employees have quit, been fired, or been laid off. The reason for all that, however, is that Twitter has not been running efficiently and he wants to make it profitable. How evil. A guy wanting to make money. But that just goes to show you the entitlement on the left. They don't believe that a business exists to make a profit. They believe that it's supposed to help people and provide employment. In the words of economist Milton Friedman, there is one and only social responsibility of business, to use its resources and engage its activities designed to increase its profits so long as it stays within the rules of the game, which is to say, engages in open and free competition without deception or fraud. That's it. Biden's press secretary started flipping out on reporters after they were questioning Fauci on the origins of the coronavirus. Take a listen. Dr. Fauci, um, only, only 13% of... Hold on one second. We have a process here. I'm not calling out on people who yell. And you're being, you're being, you're being disrespectful to your colleagues, and you're being disrespectful to our guests. I will not call on you if you yell. And also, you're taking time off the clock because Dr. Fauci has to leave in a couple of minutes. I ba- I'm done. I'm not going. I'm not getting into a back and forth with you. Go ahead, Jeremy. Thanks. Dr. Fauci, um, but, but she's only, only thirty good questions. Jeremy, go ahead, Jeremy. You ask your question. You should allow her to answer. Jeremy, it's Jeremy. It's Jeremy. It is not. It is not your turn. It is not your turn. You can't You can't give a press briefing. You need to call from people. Across the room, she has a valid question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. I hear the question. Dr. Fauci is the best person. I, to I hear your question, but we're not doing this the way you want it. This is a disrespectful. It is. I'm done, Simon. I'm done. I'm Simon. I'm done. I'm done with you right now.
So a reporter asks the question, and she gets up there telling her that she's being disrespectful, so then the other reporters start yelling because they will not answer the question. My favorite quote is, we're not doing this the way you want it. These people are so completely outside of reality, they just simply refuse to answer the questions. I cannot imagine the uproar if the Trump White House treated the press this poorly. Well, I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving Day last Thursday, spending time with family, giving thanks to God, and of course getting stuffed with some awesome food. We all know the anecdotal story of Thanksgiving that we were taught back in elementary school. It scares me what they're teaching nowadays. But even then, the true story was being censored in order to keep God out of the conversation. The problem is, you can't keep God out of history. His hand has always been in it. So we all know the pilgrims. They were headed to the New World on the Mayflower to escape the religious persecution of the Church of England. The true story actually involves many miracles that God performed along the voyage and in the new settlement. One of these miracles was finding a hill that had already been cleared and settled by an Indian tribe that all died years earlier from an epidemic. And yes, I say Indians. It is actually the most politically correct term. Native Americans refers to all the natives across the entirety of the two American continents. The native people who lived in the United States were referred to as Indians when white people arrived, and therefore they identify with that term. The most politically correct term to call them, I guess, would be by their tribe name, Sioux, Cherokee, Mohawk, so on. But we can't assume someone's tribe. Most Indians actually prefer the term Indian, so yeah, I say Indian, get over it. Anyway, these miracles of Thanksgiving. Another miracle was the Indians themselves. Samoset and Squanto came to them and greeted them, and they spoke English. They negotiated peace with the tribe and learned a great deal from them. There were many other examples of miracles which affirmed the Pilgrim's settlement in America was the providence of God himself. So I'll leave you with Abraham Lincoln's Thanksgiving Day Address. The year that is drawing towards its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, others have been added, which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail and penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. In the midst of a civil war, unequaled magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and to provoke their aggression, peace has been preserved with all other nations. Order has been maintained, the laws have been respected and obeyed, and harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict. While that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union, needful diversions of wealth and of strength from the fields of peaceful industry to the national defense have not arrested the plow the shuttle or the ship the axe has enlarged the borders of our settlements and the mines as well of iron and coal as of the precious metals have yielded even more abundantly than heretofore population has steadily increased notwithstanding the waste that has been made in the camp the siege and the battlefield and the country rejoicing in this consciousness of augmented strength and vigor, is permitted to expect continuance of years with large increase of freedom. No human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand, worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, 
hath nevertheless remembered mercy, it has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States, and also those who are at sea, and those who are sojourning in foreign lands, to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next, as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens, and I recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him for such singular deliverances and blessings, they do also, with humble penitence for our national perversedness and disobedience, command to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged, and fervently implore the imposition of the almighty hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consistent in the divine purposes to fulfill the enjoyment of peace harmony tranquility and union thanks again for joining us for another week and if you haven't been offended i promise you we're going to get to it just keep tuning in and don't forget to follow us on our instagram at the conservative american message send us a dm if there's something you want to hear about Have a great week and stay conservative.